Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oklahoma City, and I got my co-host right there, Southern Flame Dog McIntyre, joining the show tonight. Hello, Flames. <laughs> and we got Dan Chandler from the band Evans Blue and a bunch of an awesome bands we're going to talk about. So what's going on, Dan? Thank you for joining the show with us tonight. Well, thank you for having me, man. And Dawn, nice to meet you, girl. Nice to meet you, Love them shades. I feel like I'm... Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> make some swag or something, you know. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's my sunglasses is a lot of topic of conversation. We do talk. Right. We do talk about it sometimes. Even on the show, we, we talk do. about it. We're talking about it now. <laughs> uh, the sunglasses are part of uh, my prescription. Um, I have to have tinted sunglasses for light sensitivity. So that's awesome. That's, uh, the yeah, you, you know the fashion statement. So. I love them. Don't get me wrong. I think they're great. I just I need to do something else. I need, I need some kind of something fancy. Yeah, well, you, you, and I, you and I don't have hair, so we have to accessorize in other ways, right? <laughs> yeah, no, this was a choice. Oh, <laughs> look, give me the look. Yeah, right. Get the, all right. Get the, I need to shave my head today, so I can't do it. I can't do it. No, it's like weird pushing on the sides, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. And then everybody's like, it looks the same. And I'm like, no, man. Look, look, when I think about Evans Blue, right? When I think about Evans Blue, it takes me back to like so for me and my I remember I joined a band in Oklahoma City and they're like, you know this band Evans Blue? And I was like, Yeah, they're like they want to sound like Evans Blue and I was the drummer, right? I was like, Okay, so I was trying to like mimic like the drumming style. Like, this is like two thousand eleven maybe, I guess. Because okay. you, you joined Evans Blue like in what year was that? Well, it was like the end of 2008, early 2009. Okay. And the band's originally from Canada, right? Yeah. So the band's yeah. from Canada. And then how the heck do you, I guess you sent them some singing. Uh, how did that work being from Missouri? Yeah. Well, it actually, going to make myself old, but I, I think you'll <laughs> appreciate this. Uh, 
MySpace actually came into play at some point. Oh, so, MySpace is awesome. Man, I mean, we didn't have <laughs> Facebook when this was going on, you know. Um, <laughs> right. I, I was I'm with Switch 3 at the time in St. Louis. We had moved to L.A., came back a year later, moved back to L.A. by myself. And then when I came home the last time, I'm like, you know what? I ended up getting this publishing deal. So I was like, maybe it's just not going to be on stage. Maybe I can just write and maybe I'll get an opportunity. You know, you're a starving musician, mm-hmm. just paying your dues, you know, and you don't know how it's going to turn out. Well, I go to my drummer's house at the time and uh, I heard that and I knew some friends that liked Evans Blue and I had heard Evans Blue singles like Cold and Pursuit. Right, right. And, uh, and I thought they were awesome. You know, so uh, I I uh, I heard they were looking for a singer. So I hit up their MySpace page. I said, um, what are you guys looking for? And Pitter wrote back. He's like, we're looking for a singer. I'm like, <laughs> did you, no did you think at that time they're even going to message you back? I mean, I didn't know. I mean, what, what can, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah, I'm like, ask, right? we'll just see what the they answer say. is always no if you don't ask. That's right. That's, that's <laughs> the opportunity. And, you know, I had been writing songs like literally one song a day. But I would record them, program the drums, do the bass guitar, electric guitar, sing the songs, write the song. Every day, my goal is to do a song a day. That doesn't mean they were all good. But it was <laughs> every day I made myself do a song a day for so long that uh, I always had new material. It made me better, obviously. You know, the more you do, the better you get. Yeah, the better you get, yeah. So I had the four tracks on my MySpace page. And I'm like, you know, listen to my tracks that I have. I don't know. You know, I had been playing music for quite some time and he wrote me back and he was like, we like it. We'd like to uh, send you some tracks to write to. And I was like, let's do this. Who we are, which is off of our self-titled album, just the music. I sent back that song like the next day because, you know, an opportunity comes, you take it. So I was like, Mm right the next day. Then they sent me like bulletproof music and something else and. I mean, I was just on it. I'm like, I don't care. I'm getting this. It has to happen for me. And sent them the songs. They loved it. Flew me out to Toronto. Actually, I went to, I don't even know the name of this town in Canada. It was Pitter's area, our okay. bass player in Evans Blue. And it's like, I mean, there has to be like seven people in the town or something. Crazy. <laughs> Freezing cold. But anyway, it was an awesome opportunity. Met the manager, the producer, Trevor and Mary. Um, we rehearsed and that was it. History was done. Came back nice. to the record, went back to Toronto and yeah. So back, so back then, like, so this is like 2008, right? When all this mm-hmm. was going down and technology has advanced. I mean, just in the last 10 years, in the last decade, technology with bands and people live all over the place. Right. So did you have to move to, to where they lived in Canada to stay in the band? No. Or you didn't have to. So they were able to get you your music while you were living in, in yeah. Missouri, right? That's how it's, it's kind of like the beginning, you know, I've always been in bands that were in my towns, obviously. You have band practice in the basement or in a whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's what I've always known. So when this opportunity came, it became, it. believe it or not, which I'm sure you can imagine, it's it's very painless. There's, there's a give and take to it, but mm-hmm. the painless part was they'd send me music. I'd write to the music and uh, we all were very easy to hear you know, a potential on a song. And so it was always Vlad or, or Parker would send me a track. Pitter would send some every once in a while. And I would write to it, send it back, send it to my producer, send it to all the guys. We all had our input. 
but we knew there was something in some of them, right? So mm-hmm. most of the time I wouldn't even finish the song if I didn't like where it was going. You know what I mean? Like at this point I'd written a lot of songs where I don't want to write 50 songs and pick 10. I want to write the set, you know, I don't want to waste my time. I'm going to write the 10 songs that I feel good about, finish them, send them out. And then we just tweak them from there, you know, cause once you get in the studio, it does turn into a whole nother creature, but you've got to have the soul of it there. You're like, mm-hmm. right. There's something here, you know, you got to so have yeah, that feeling finish. like you got to have the feeling like it's going to, it's going to be awesome. And you know, dude, that uh, album with uh, this time it's different. That yeah. song. So that's one of my favorite songs, right? Cause I like to question everything part. Yes, uh, I, love that, I love that. I love that part. Erase My Scars is one of my favorites. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So I went jogging today and I was listening. I said, you know, play songs by Evans Blue. And I said, then I was like feeling my jog. I was like, yeah, this is why I like to dance. Because I, I feel like a lot of the songs you you that you sing, a lot of it's almost um, relatable to like breakups, maybe. Sure. And, and people take things right there. People like no, all kinds of different things for different songs. But. Yeah. I mean, that's what's beautiful about it, right? Right. I, mean, I am gonna kick. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just get me all excited here, guys. Come on. <laughs> I was I was gonna kick it up a notch talking about um emissary echo and mm. the new song, um, Running with the Pain. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I wanna know the inspiration behind that. Oh, interesting. I won't I won't I won't uh details. Give you some inspiration. Yeah, here, give it I to mean, me. I'll give you what I fed on. See, look, let's break it down. Cheers, because I'm drinking, and we're going to have a, a good conversation here. I love talking about lyrics. Yes. You know, kept, Cheers. I'm always talking, you know, with my dad around, like, our Amazon Echo or whether we're in the basement or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I want to have, like, this lyric group of people. It sounds silly, I know, but really, like, some people are lyric people. Some people are just not, and I feel like I love lyrics. I don't ever want to yeah. put something out there that doesn't mean something to me anymore if i have in the past you know oh so I stopped God, that a long time. Yeah. but i want like a group of people to sit around and just what does this mean to you or what do you think this means you know anyways oh, I'm, down. Yeah, no. I'm down for that conversation i've got no full of lyrics that's all i write yeah uh, nobody's yeah. ever seen it i think i sent one person a notebook of or a page out of a notebook that i've written in years what? so yeah why we keep it to yourself. Yeah, I do. I things down. <laughs> right. that no, no. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's how you know it's like really because you're so vulnerable and you put yourself out there and you mean mm-hmm. it. You know, and people know that. And I think vulnerability is probably the best weapon in the world against your your insecurities. You know, like give yourself up when you're up late at night and you don't have anything else to do, and it feels good to you. Grab that it's notebook nice. and yeah. just write that shit down. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever 100%. written a song? Have you ever written a song that you felt you you were too vulnerable to release? You're like, man, this is a little bit too much, a little bit too personal, maybe that you felt like I'll, I'll change the lyrics or write something else about it. Has that ever happened? I have thought about that before. Um, you know, there's a song I'm working on right now for a new Evans Blue record where I was a little concerned about some of the lyrics. Where I was like, well, and it's personal. All my stuff's real to me, you know, and. Right. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate. But mm-hmm. I started thinking, you know, we had a, a friend of ours, her, his mom, she she committed suicide. And that's a big deal. Right. right. Like to to my family or to anybody. We we surround ourselves. Our friends are our family. Right. So mm-hmm. when that happened, 
I thought, okay, I'm writing this song and it's just, I'm just all in it. Like I feel it, it's real, it's happening. And it all came out like that. Well, some of the lyrics are, you know, honest. Like um, I'd almost have to play the song to, to let right. you know, but it's got parts of it. Like um, I hate to sound so vague, but uh, okay. So one of the parts is, doesn't matter how we die anybody there from suicide like there's part of it where i'm talking to somebody who has left this earth and i'm saying you know like hey did your body grow like mine you know there's just a lot of cool questions in it that are very honest and they're not it's not depth but it's real right so it's like it's raw yes it's like okay this guy's just saying it he's not trying to write a great melody that is all that song has, which I appreciate great melodies too. I have my guilty mm-hmm. pleasures. Trust me, a lot of them. <laughs> but I like writing the real stuff and you know it's real um, when you have to question it, kind of like what you were asking. You know, yeah. and it's like, well, do I do this? Because my friend is going to hear this. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to, is it going to be something? And I talk to him, you know, but I just... But yeah, there are moments when you feel that way, but I think those are the ones you do it. You don't want to come across as insulting. You want right. to come across as genuine and and um, yeah, you know, I, you know, I get I get what you're saying. So yeah, so that so that does happen. You and you know, and I would say every, in in every Evans Blue song that I've heard you sing on, every single song, and I'm a lyric person, right? I think that's why I like the music so much is because you can relate to what you're saying on so many different levels. I just thought you kept on breaking up with people. You can feel the raw passion in so much of it. Um, fight or flight, leaving that song. I had no idea, I'll be honest with you, that you was a vocalist on that yeah. song. Yeah. I, yeah, I did not know until recently when Sebastian and I was talking. Yeah, so um, fight or flight's like one that that you guys came out with a single that I had on a on a CD with two. I think it was two snakes. Was there a snake? Oh, there was a snake on it, right? Mm-hmm. And um. What's what's the name of that song? That was uh, first of the last was our first. first yeah, from, yes, yeah. that song is so good. I love that Thanks, song. Man. Now, how how did fight or flight start? Because you have is the drummer from Disturbed, mm-hmm. is that right? And then you on vocals and some other people. Uh, how how that form was it like? You guys toured together and decided to to make a mesh there. Yeah, I mean, similar to that. I mean, it was really the guitar player from Disturbed, Dan Donegan, and Mike Wengren, the drummer. So Dan hit me up. He saw we played a show. We played several shows together, but we played one at Rock on the Range and he was side stage and he was watching it. And, you know, obviously I was a huge Disturbed fan growing up. And just like I remember being in high school, just, oh, I can't. This band is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, and at that point, I'm just dreaming of this. You know, just we're always dreaming. Right. Right. And uh, one day. Evans Blue, we finished our that record, um, the uh, Graveyard of Empires record, and we toured it, and then we came home, and I had some downtime. Uh, one of the guys was having a kid. Parker, I think Parker was having a baby, or Vlad might have been. I don't know. And I uh, I hit him up on because I had stayed in touch with him here and there on Facebook, and, mm-hmm. and then I was like, what are you doing? I mean, we should jam some songs or something, you know? I mean, I'd be totally down, and I'm sitting in my apartment like, come on, man. Please. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anticipating the reply. Yeah, yeah. And he wrote me back. He's like, that would be cool. What did you have in mind? I'm like, send me whatever. I'll write to it. Just, I've got some downtime. Let me know. 
And so he sent me first of the last music. I wrote to that. He sent me a couple more. But then I actually, you know, he's like, well, what do you got? Because, I, you know, I was like, I don't want this to stop. You know, and I felt like, what does he really, you know, at the time, I'm like, well, what does he have to gain in this? I mean, he's obviously hungry still and he wants to play music and change it up a little. So I didn't want to be like, well, I wrote to that one. Do you got any more? And then right. wait a year in case he's just like, man, that was cool. <laughs> so I started writing again and pulling out a bunch of songs I had done on my own. And I just sent him these tracks, like literally. I'm thinking, should I send him three at a time or four at a time? Or do I just do two? Maybe I just... Dude, it's all in your head now. Yeah, you, like, you only analyze everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evans Blue is my baby, right? So don't right. ever... It's never changed anything for me and Evans Blue. It's always right. Evans Blue is my baby. And uh, I just thought, wow, what an awesome opportunity as just me to think almost selfishly, nostalgically as a little kid, almost being like, wow, I get to jam with these guys. Maybe that would be amazing. So I, I sent him a bunch of tracks. He picked out a bunch of tracks that he liked. He recreated them in his studio. And then I would fly up to Chicago or drive up to Chicago, record the vocals. When Evans blue would come through on tour, I would, he'd pick me up at the, at the concert venue. I'd go to his house. We record more vocals. I come back and we finally got that done. And we, he's like, I want to bring Mike in. I want to bring Sean Corcoran from Raw, the bass player. I want to bring nice. him in. He, he had somebody from uh, Jeremy Jason. He was in a kind of a regional band, really talented musicians. I was by far the bottom of the list on that group of people by far, man. And that seems to be the case in every band I'm in, to be honest with you. But I love oh, that. <laughs> love it. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I, have to, I have to agree with uh, Don there that I – I don't know. You are you're well. You're a great singer. You're a great lyricist. So I mean, it's it's no wonder uh, you're doing all the great things that you're doing. Can you do you think in your uh, I guess you would know is fight or flight? Is that you guys plan on coming out with any more music at all, or is that it's on the back burner? It could happen. It could happen. I don't. There's. I can just tell you honestly. There's no talk about it happening with a timeline of any sort. Right. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like there's. If it happens again, it would be awesome, and it could, but I don't know that that would be anything that would happen soon. My dad's a busy man. We've got Evans Blue, Fight or Flight, Emissary Echo, and Switch Three. Three, mm-hmm. Switch Three. Yeah. yeah. Busy man. <laughs> but Evans, Evans Blue keeps you focused on Emissary Echo. That's a, is that a new a newer band? It is. It is a new band. Um, it's a newer project for me, which I take very seriously because the music that's come out of that is a different, you know, I'm older now, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the last Evans blue record was what 2016. Yeah. You know, we're talking yeah, five years ago. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we've been working on a new record. We, you know, we've got the songs We're there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen behind the scenes to make that actually happen, but it's, it is happening and it's slowly, but surely happening a little faster now thank we're you. excited um yeah. do, you, do you think that um with the different bands that you're in do you feel like your vocal style changes uh to match the music because i feel like with evans blue and fight or flight it's kind of a similar vocal style um but with emissary echo maybe a little bit different do you feel like you have to change or do you naturally change or just do the same thing you always do um you know, I take, you know, every song is different to me. I don't, I don't really like to see it as bands because I want to grow. I don't want to be the same dude, you know. Right, so it's right, like, right. I like to grow, but every song is different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So 
I don't try to fit my style or Evans Blue style or Emissary Echo or Switch 3. It's what, you know, obviously I'm going to have my things that might sound like me, but I, I try to cater to the song in general. Mm-hmm. You know, like it could be a Switch 3 or Evans Blue song, or it could be somebody sent me a song, want me to write to it. I'm going to approach it as the song and make the song as good as I can. And so I'm not, I'm always writing to someone else's style, maybe. Okay. But mostly it's the mood of the music, you know, like the mood. So a lot of Evans Blue stuff is dark. And I love that because I'm, I, do too. I, I, I feel that, you know, yeah. like that's, those are my journal entries, man. That like, that's my personal real stuff. I think Emissary Echo does the same thing for me. Like I write to that stuff in real I I will always, I'm sorry, I would like to always think that I'll live, I'll, I'll love those songs because they were truth. Whether I grew past them or not, the fact is I wrote them as truth, not as songs that were catchy, songs that were radio. Mm-hmm. Do we speed up the tempo because that's what most songs do? No, we don't do that. This no. is personal to me. I'm making yeah. a piece of art that I want to keep around forever and be proud of. Do I think I'm going to get rich playing music? No. Hell no. Well, I you're mean, doing a beautiful job. Me. You're doing a beautiful job. I would have never, unless Sebastian had told me, and I just did my research and just looked it up, I did not know that you were the lead singer, vocalist for Fight or Flight. But having all these songs on my playlist and knowing that That's it awesome. cut from you and just seeing the vocal range change and just kind of flow. That's so uh, cool. That was, yeah. that was really cool to find out. So you're doing that a beautiful job. Just as cool for me to find dude, out. Just dude, look, saying, look, thank you. I, I remember, so like, I, uh, back in like, I don't know when uh, Fight or Flight came out with that that song. Uh, but I had, I had a Lexus RX350, right? Okay. And I remember just rolling the windows down, opening the sun, and I had that <laughs> on full fucking glass. That's dude, awesome. Cruising to like a hello wealthy neighborhood. And I have my arm out the window like, yeah, what's up? I got a Lexus, and I'm rocking out. Like, <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. And like, everyone's probably looking at me that, like, that's outside, like, this asshole. And I'm like, going, like, I look cool. <laughs> like, I'm like, I look good. <laughs> you gotta do that. Keep the windows down, man. Play it. Stay young. So, is Evans, so Evans Blue is working on stuff though right now. You guys are going back to the studio. You guys have some new songs getting ready to get released soon, huh? Yes, we have new songs, and they are in the middle of. I mean, we've been recording them. Um, nothing is finally done. We haven't been able to say this is the day it's coming out, mm-hmm. um, but it's coming out. It's gonna it's happen. Gonna, and they're gonna bad, happen. You guys are working on it. We're excited. So badass. I am so excited too. Like I wish I could just play you the songs, man. <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you're independent now. You guys are independent now, or are you guys still signed? No, we're not signed. So you're gonna release this so when you guys so when you guys make a music video for your newest song that you guys is gonna be a hit, right? Um, you guys maybe plan on making a music video, and if you do make a music video, you guys come back on the show with that music video. Yes, play. Then we can play that song. I think that it's in, incredibly important to make a music video to these songs. Every yeah. song that we feel strongly about, which is every song we, we play, <laughs> we need a video for that. I mean, I think that's a huge, I mean, I know I sound like I'm way behind the curve here. Obviously it's probably already known, but I need, and everyone in this band needs a video. Everybody in any band, if they're going to release a song, yeah. the video can tell the story or it can also it's make a song like, well, whatever, but it, can, it, can, it, can, it can also make a band that's unknown if they have a really great music video. Mm-hmm. Um, and their song, the you know many bands that have really, really great songs, well, there's no video. It's like it doesn't, you go on Spotify, you check them out, there's way less exposure. Yeah, 
Mm -hmm. I feel like people find new music on a lot of people go to YouTube and they'll just play like, let's say I want to listen to Evans Blue, for instance, right? By Evans Blue. A lot of times it's going to be bar whatever's going to pop. It's going to play similar songs yeah. to that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a music video, then these people are, are going to miss out. And there's right. so many songs like, oh, that's so freaking cool. If you're watching a video, you're going to get the song on your Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. That's right. Plus, when you give the music video, you have a place to put the visual, the passion somewhere. Yeah. You, you can just play it out the way that you want and express yeah. it in that demeanor. So, I think 100%. I mean... I think like erase my scars without a music video behind that song. I'm not saying the song wouldn't have been great, but I feel because the song is the song, but oh. it gives somebody a little bit more to go on. And then they look up more of you, you know, and then they hear your other yeah. songs. Maybe you don't have a video for it, but you don't have any idea how many people came from that. Just that one video you made of a great song. And now they found all your other great music. Exactly. You know, it's just the world turns like that now, I guess. I mean, it always has, yeah. but. Now it's just, I think a video is due for everything. Uh, plus, when you do a, vid a video, you can have that outlet for the passion behind the lyrics. Oh, yeah. And express it in whatever way that you want through your video. That's it. No, we're starting a music lyric, <laughs> lyric music group. No, I'm just going <laughs> to talk about how awesome, what this meant to you. What do you think he means? What do you think he means? I hey, I'm that. down. I'm in. I'm telling you, I, I, I love me. this stuff. Let's do it. You know, and then I, you know, I've done that kind of a little bit, like around people, but I'm I always get way out of hand with it, and people just like want to go home because I'm like, no, it can't possibly be. What he, trust me, think about this, you know. But everybody relates to it differently. Like you thought I had 45 ex girlfriends, and I was like, <laughs> and it was 44. <laughs> now those are very religious songs to me, just growth songs. You know. Yeah. So I would assume then you don't really have one song that's your favorite because they all mean different things to you and they're all a little bit different. But do, do you have a, a favorite song to to sing or perform live? You know, and it may not be the one like it's one of your best. It's maybe a smaller one that yeah. you enjoy that you enjoy singing because you feel it. But is there one that when you're live and you, you got to play this song that you just you just like you feel you just feel the audience and just feel what you're saying? I think for sure I do. Um if it's performing live to two people or performing live to 2000 people, um, if that's the question, then it would be, I mean, always this time is different. It's always a really good one. I love that. Just song. because we opened a lot with that song. So we had our intro and we came out and we just, it just set us up right. You know? Right. I, I think that was a killer tune. And obviously we, we closed a lot with erase my scars and sure. that was such a popular song for us that everybody knew it. So that felt good. Also, mm -hmm. uh, there's a song called thank you on graveyard of empires. That's one of my favorite songs that we have live and just to hear, but we have like a piano version of warrior that we never released that what? I have that I'm like, we need to release this version. It's just like, cellos and real cellos i'm talking violins real oh, everything whole orchestra. why, why did you release it for we just haven't yet we we purposely made it and i re-sang it and everything so it's not just like the same vocals on it like it's a whole different song same song different feel it's right. Right, right 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 reimagined and, uh, you have to put that out <laughs> i know i know i would love to and we 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 may do that i would love i would just do it right now honestly i don't care i'll just have to ask the guys first <laughs> right, right, right. but to me it's like 
dude, we made that on purpose to release it later. Like, mm -hmm. why don't we do this version and release that afterwards? Well, we got to that point and ended up making another record and never did it. We have a few songs like that that we tracked that are brand new, done. We just never put them out, but we played them live. And uh -huh. people ask about them, like, where's that song? Where's it at? And I'm like, man, we have these songs. We could just poof, put them out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when, um, when you guys come up with the, when Evans Blue comes out with the new, uh, is it going to be an album or are you going to drop singles? It won't, Well, it probably won't just be singles. It'll probably be like, I mean, if it's up to me, I'm just impatient. So I'm like, I want everybody to hear it now. Cool. But it'll probably end up being a few songs at a time, I guess. I don't I don't know. I've always been a big fan of, you know, putting out songs that kick ass that are mine. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> full, really. full, full length album, music videos, I would love to put out a whole full length album, dude. I would love to. And we could. But it's like, do we wait till we have that? Or we just like, I mean, what's today doing? You tell me. I mean, what what are all the musicians you talk to? Are they putting out EPs? Are they putting out uh, singles? They're putting out, they're putting out singles. Yeah. That's kind of Emissary Echo has been going. Okay, yeah. Well, most, most bands nowadays, so if you're asking me, uh, yeah, yeah mo most bands um, that I talk to, it's very, it's not common uh, and you're like 100, my 195th band to talk to on here, so it's not very, it's not very common uh, uh, that bands put out full length albums because the world's kind of changed. Because not every band has a budget to make a music video for every single song, and, and it's important, I think. And I, I don't know, this is just from what I've been hearing and doing the show. Yeah. Uh, most bands they want to come out with the with the song and and a music video to go with that. And, you know, the budget has to build back up to come do that again or maybe a lyric video. But they don't necessarily drop like a, you know, a 12 song album right. at one time. I mean, it does happen. It's just not as common. Right. And it makes sense not to do it. You know, I mean, not not necessarily for like financial purposes, but you don't want, you know, it's the world of singles now in a way uh, where you is. don't want to write a B-side song. I mean, maybe you do, but your loyal fans are going to feel it or they're going to get it. They're going to well, want it. But mm -hmm. Why would you put out a record that's going to be like you have your hit song and then you have to write another record, but you only have a couple that maybe people cared about? Uh, OK, so remember, like, let's go back to like uh, like 1999 or 2000. Right. Uh, I remember buying even cassette tapes in the late 90s and CDs in the early 2000s. You buy the whole album like who sang that song? Come my lady, come, come my lady. <laughs> whoever that band is right yeah like that was like the only good song i think that when i heard it and not that it was the only good one but it's the only one that sounded like that right and i don't think yeah. the other songs sounded like that so to me it was a little bit disappointing it's like they got one really good song and they just threw whatever else shit they had on, right, the, on right. that album you know yeah and it just it, and, and so i think it's important for bands to come out with hit after hit Fortunately, though, for Evans Blue, it works out for you guys that every song's already a hit. Uh, well, to yeah, me, right. anyways, I, and I, I swear to God, I think that. I, I really think that. I love, I love, I love all that. the songs that you're on. It, it's <laughs> absolutely so cool. fantastic. You're the so. best. I, I like you, and I, can we talk all the time? <laughs> Build me up, man. Kill Come me. on, man. Put it out. Put it out. Put it out. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you coming on the show, Dan. I mean, I reached out to you. You know, like you reached out to them, and I said, hey, man, oh. you want to? Be on the show, you're like, sure. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> my pleasure, man. <laughs> it is my pleasure. Yep, absolutely. Hey, stay right there until after um, the outro song is done. I do want to say for everyone who wants to check out Evans Blue, check them out. Check out Fight or Flight. Check out Emissary Echo. Check out Switch 3. All 
fantastic band. Scott's an amazing singer. Don, thank you so much for co-hosting the show with us. Not like you do every Friday. And I want my fans to know, don't hate me because this isn't like live live and it's pre-recorded live. <laughs> People get like pissed they quit watching. So we're going to end to that right now. You guys Thanks. watch this show also. All right. So, all right. That's all right. Please go to www.theloudspot.net. Uh, Patreon page is patreon.com forward slash the loud spot. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to Evans Blue uh, uh, YouTube channel and all their other channels. That's all I got. So thanks again. Peace out. Rock on. Nice love. love. There we go. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? A yes. pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.